your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Experts are claiming that the quality of the emotional development of a baby can determine whether infants will have a sturdy or fragile start in life. So how important is a baby's mental health and what should we be considering in terms of parenting styles when it comes to this issue? Judy Maloney is the Boundary Specialist and Psychotherapist and she's with us this morning. Good morning to you, Judy. Good morning, Gillian. How are you? I'm good, but I'm reading about this and wondering is this just another thing for parents to worry about? I know, I know and you know what, it is one of those double-edged swords to be honest, I think you know, the more we learn about these things, obviously the better it is and we can equip equip ourselves better and deal with it but it does bring a worry and concern and it's hard enough rearing a baby and a toddler and a child and you know, I think life was definitely simpler before in that way, you just reared a child and that was it and you you made sure their basic needs were met but I can tell you from me in my work and me dealing with clients every day who have so much anxiety and fear in their systems an awful lot is not actually from the here and now it's what they've carried through from when they were babies and toddlers living in a very very stressful environment Um, so while a lot of people might not want to hear it I know I do know the attitude often from people is oh look they're only babies they don't know or they don't remember you know, and this is the thing, we, we often we don't remember things. It doesn't mean that our bodies don't remember or it isn't absorbed in some way. Yeah, and then on the other hand, some of it is just common sense. It's not rocket science. Like that if a baby is growing up in a house mm-hmm. where there is screaming and shouting and, you know, maybe perhaps domestic violence and that yeah. kind of thing, yeah. that even though the baby might be sleeping soundly, I think most people would know that a baby's going to absorb some of that. Yeah. And if the, that baby turns into a particularly difficult uh, toddler, it can't really come as a surprise. Exactly. And like, as you said, they're kind of the more obvious ones that we do know. You know, like we talk about babies and children being sponges, they absorb everything. Um, and they need to because that's how they learn. They learn from, they're very malleable, their brain, brains are malleable, so they take in everything around them to learn very, very quickly. But like that, if the conditions are not right for them, well then they're taking in all that as well. Now they're the obvious ones, but another it's kind of like what we're seeing more now is a disconnect between parents and children and I'm not saying there's no love there or there's neglect, I'm not even talking along the lines of that at all. I'm talking about increased technology as well. That's, yeah, a huge that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, um, yeah. You were going to say it's the the parenting style of, oh, just give them the iPad. I know. But you know what, Julian? It's not even give them the iPad because half the parents are on their phones as well. It's actually both. This is what happens. You know, and I find it myself. If I, I could be on my phone or the kids could be on the phone and you'll know, you kind of look up and go, oh my God, what are we doing? And then, you know, rain back. But it's so easy because for a lot of parents, our work is on our phone. And of course, over COVID, everything went online. So, you know, your emails are there. You know, everything you're checking up. If you're self-employed, you're, you're working on your social media, all of that sort of thing. So even if you're not necessarily giving your young children tablets or whatever, watch your own, just be more mindful of your own, um, I suppose, what, what, what you're doing, your behaviour around kids. Because when they're very, very young, they really don't need much. But the little that they do need is very important. So what you could do to kind of, you know, you don't need to be going out studying loads of things now, you know, reading up on baby um, and toddler emotional health. It's really back to basics. Make yourself available 
you know, to connect with your toddler. So what they look for is your expressions, your facial expressions, you know, that you're physically close to them if they need you, that you're attentive to them and what they want. Eye contact, really, really basic stuff. They get everything they need from looking at your face and looking at your eye contact. And when you're when the parent is looking at a screen, you're actually not available to what they need. What about the age-old debate uh, about leaving babies crying? You know, the, the world yeah. seems to be divided between those who think that it is the cruelest thing in the world to leave a baby cry themselves out to -hmm. get to sleep and then others say it is the best thing you can do because without doing that you first of all you're making a rod for your own back because every time the the baby very quickly learns cry and mummy or daddy comes running and Mm -hmm. also that the babies need to learn to self-soothe if they Mm -hmm. always get a response to being upset then they'll look for a response in later life I mean I've I've read studies that say oh they're more likely to become an alcoholic or they're more likely to yeah. be, have food I- I issues because they're being taught the lesson that when they're upset, you need something to soothe you as opposed to soothing yourself. Yeah, they become dependent. Like, yeah. And look, I, as you know, Julia, there are there are loads of different arguments on all, all the sides. I think really it, it's about finding a balance and also that every child, every personality is different. Their genetic makeup will be different combined with their personality and combined with their environment. It's not just one size fits all. You know, and if you have a few children, two, three, four, five, each child is going to be very, very different as well. So it's not going to be, this is my style and this is what I'm sticking to. You do, as a parent, have to be adaptable to the needs of your child. You know, so I think it's having the balance of being there to soothe your child but also, you know, I suppose it's, it's it's finding the line where they're not relying on you for absolutely everything. So you're encouraging the independence as well. But it's done in a gentler way. I think over the years we're learning that to be gentler with your kids is much, much healthier for them than being harsh, than this black and white rule of just leave them cry. Because they're too young to figure out that you're actually helping them out at all. And what happens then if you're continuously leaving them to sort themselves out in later years they're not going to rely on anyone else so they're going to keep everything in and go no I can do it all myself and the, you know that's hugely damaging when it comes to relationships What about when there are problems in the home you know parents have their lives to live and life is never perfect there may be yeah. some kind of dysfunction in the home maybe a parent has lost a job and there's depression as a result of it or something like that how do you shield a baby from that? It is really hard, you know, being realistic, you know, when you're all living in the sa- under the same roof and like that, babies do absorb the energy there. The, the main thing that I'd say to people is focus on yourself, number one. That really is so important because if you're so stressed and completely emotionally dysregulated by whatever's going on and you pick up that baby and try and soothe it, they're not even going, it's, it's soothing isn't even going to be registered by them. They're just going to pick up the stress in your body. They instinctively know how to read body language because they can't really understand you. You know, and you can't really go into the whole um, explanation verbally of what's happening. They don't have that brain development at all. So you need to learn how to relax yourself as best as you can. You know, do breathing techniques, ground yourself, take yourself out of the room for a few minutes if it's safe, to ground yourself, to calm yourself down, go back in again. And also you're teaching your baby and toddler, if if you do that as your child gets older, they'll see you doing that and go, oh, that's how mom does it. 
if she's angry, she goes, I'm going out for a minute because I need to calm down. You know, all of these things are really, really positive. If you can role model that to your children, it actually teaches them how to emotionally regulate. So first off, I'd say get some help for yourself. Focus on yourself and bringing your stress levels down. And then if you are worried, do talk to somebody, ask for some help. If you, you know, I know things as well are tight at the moment and it's hard to get, you know, therapy or help for your child. But you can look out for um, and ask questions, I suppose, to experts in the area, you know, in the field and ask what can help, what can I do? You know, because there is help and advice and support out there for people at the moment. Is it possible to kind of even notice in a, a young baby that maybe the baby might have poor mental health, that the baby might be suffering more more than average anxiety, or is it just a case of, look, all babies cry? Well, look, yes, all babies do cry. That's the form of communication, you know, essentially. And like that, you kind of know your own baby. You do, you get to know what's normal for them because some babies cry an awful lot more than others and that doesn't necessarily mean there's anything underlying in terms of mental health. But with your own baby, if you notice a change in that they're a little bit more disconnected, again, with babies, it's it's more subtle because they can't tell you. So you look as well at, often it's their facial expressions. If they're not being stimulated as easily before, if they seem a little bit withdrawn, you know, physically sad, that they're not really interested in stuff, you know then they, what they do is it's a self-preservation. They start to withdraw and disconnect. And what you can do to help that is you kind of overplay your own um, expressions. Because again, a baby will look to you, to the parents or whoever their caregiver's face for reassurance and tell me how what's the mood like, basically. So if you overplay your own expressions just for a while to get them, to show them everything's okay or you soothe them or you reassure them same with your body language have open body language be close to them allow you to be available for them that has a massive impact on them a massive positive impact on them don't underestimate your role as a parent just being present for your baby okay and the number one tip to put the phones and the ipads and all that sort of stuff away judy thanks so much yeah exactly (laughs) and uh thank you so much for joining us on limerick today this morning your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.